Welcome to the How Do You View You podcast with your host, Griffin Stein. Today's guest is me. I'm going to answer a couple questions about that I got from the podcast email and tell you why I started the podcast. Enjoy. Hey, it's your boy, Griffin Stein, for the How Do You View You podcast. Today, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, short one. Uh, answering some questions from P-O-D-C-A-S-T at itsthedark.com if you want to send an email. Uh, some questions were, why did I start the podcast? And basically, it was more, I, I did music for a long time, maybe from 94 was my first album. It was a tape with me and uh, Pretty Tony from the post office. And, you know, I think I did, we made a Concrete Method album. We did a, I did my own Diablo Leak and then some dudes where I grew up in Easter Hill, we did the Dark Titan album. And then most lately, I think that was even 20, hmm, 20, man, that was 90. That was 12 years ago. Well, he did Dark Side Asylum with the illness, which we just released two, just released two uh, videos for. Uh, on YouTube, close your eyes and worth your life. Um, I just got money, more money to do things. And I, I thought those, that album deserved, you know, some videos, but I digress. So why I started the podcast was because I turned 45 in January and I decided that I didn't give music or, you know, people in general a chance uh, in general, I have a low opinion of folks. So I just, you know, mind my business and just fly below the radar. But as a musician or an artist, or you can't really do that. You have to be able to get in people's faces and say, Hey, how you doing? And shaking hands. I don't like shaking hands. I, people do nasty things with their hands. I don't like touching people and I have to change that. I should have been changed, but I didn't. But that's what that's what this podcast is. It's getting out, meeting people, doing better, and uh, finding out how other people live their lives. So the tagline of how do you view you is uh, everyday people with extraordinary stories. So that's what I'm trying to get to. So as of now, I first was TravLyrics.com who is a rapper entrepreneur. He does uh, wealth management and everything. Then it was uh, Diana, who's my cousin. She's a, a organic um, farmer. Um, the Holistic Porch. And then Raven, 2Gs, with 2020 Vision. He's doing the, you know, the, 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 all the videos. In fact, he shot the it's worth your life video. Uh, and he's got at least two more movies, two movies in the works that, uh, one of them I'm going to be part of musically and probably behind the camera. And then Galila from, uh, Miss Roberts from gratitude in Richmond who talked about, you know, her journey. And we supposed to get together to do the, uh, like a, a a poetry slam. I need to talk to her too, so we can get that started. She just wants people to create. So 
in 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 moving and shaking and meeting people, it, it's kind of hard to remember that you do a podcast. It's it's funny because uh, you just don't think about it. But that's why I did it because now I meet people. I know people. I'm moving. And I'm doing things. I volunteering at the multicultural um, bookstore. The the lady Miss uh, Tamara Shiloh. She's reading for the kids and she wants people to read. And I think people that look like us, which we talked about, me and Raven talked about. Um, we wanted to see, you know, people need to see kids need to see people that look like me. Um, reading and not just laying in the streets and doing other stuff. So that's what that's about. And actually, how do you view you is a song by uh, Funkadelic. And it's it's a it's an introspective song. Um, you should check it out if you ever get a chance. It's it's really it's a nice song. It's, it talks about uh, yeah. I'll just let you you know look into it. And like I say, anybody have any questions for Griffinstein or even one of the uh, the guests that's on here, you can send it to uh, podcast at it's the dark.com one word another question people ask is because i ask other people is what's your five-year plan and so uh, my five-year plan was what well, is is to do the podcast every month you know fellowship do what i have to do to to, to meet people and once i figure out how to do interviews over the phone i i uh, i looked into it but it's it doesn't, it doesn't have the quality that I want it, but I might not be able to get it. It's the podcast. I'm supposed to be releasing an album every six months, which I'm already falling back on. But I've been told and I already know that, you know, when it's when it's music, you can't really just force it. People throw music out. I think you can tell when people just throwing music out just to throw it out. But. The funny thing is in this society or in this scene that we're living in now, people, people have a short memory, real short memory. So you may be able to throw out some dirt or we'll have like three or four songs on it. And that's good. And then you could just, you know, keep putting them out. But I really wanted to, to show. So I had, I wrote a whole album and then stopped. It was, supposed to be called uh, the revival but i wanted to make it more uh, of a creative thing so i put you know I, I wanted to start with corpus delecta do that one then do revival in 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 an order and um it's just not it's not coming the way i wanted to come but other than that it was supposed to be the albums for the next five years uh videos for every album two two videos visuals is everything now um writing i'm supposed to do an ebook about uh it's, it's, the name of the book is tentatively titled shit my father told me when he thought i wasn't listening and it goes into how um when we were younger things didn't really make sense and you, you wish you didn't have to do this and you don't know why you're doing that, but it didn't take long once you start paying your own bills that now I see why we was doing all these things and he was telling us this and don't trust these kind of dudes and leave that girl alone and 
now it makes sense. So that's that's what the the ebook and I'm supposed to do a collaborative book of uh, short stories with a dude I used to work with and he's out in Texas now, uh, Clint Mitchell. We supposed to throw a, a, a book together. Ebooks are pretty easy to throw together. You just get a, uh, you know, make it a PDF, get somebody to edit it. You need to see it's different when you writing and somebody else is writing. When you write and you try to edit it, you miss a lot of stuff because you already know what you meant. So you just, you just go over it, but you need somebody to professionally edit it, throw a book cover on there, throw it on Amazon. I think they take a dollar or two. I read it. I read it up on it. I just didn't, uh, we only have a couple stories. So that's, that's that. So the, the books, a book a year, the podcast every month supposed to be on the 14th and albums and i'm actually just hooked up with some other dudes that's supposed to be uh not supposed to be they are he's in frankfurt germany and i did a few verses for dar d-a-r and i did a verse for contact for his never give up album um and i'm gonna get contact on here for sure to talk about he's a teacher um and he's 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 doing he's doing kids albums and the music is good. It's quality music. Um, people just, you know, everybody complain about rappers and bang, bang, shoot them up. But when, when the, when the music come out for the kids, you really don't get any support. So you, you have to, as an artist, I guess you have to do what you have to do to pay bills. Um, fortunately, a lot of us that, that was rapping back in the days. Now they have, we have jobs and, it's it's a it's you get torn because what you want to do is you want to work on your music or you want to work on your films or you want to work on the book but you got to go to work eight hours nine hours and then come home and then you know get on it i'm 45 i i have a finite amount of energy and man, when i come home i put my feet up i turn on the computer I turn on the mic, I sit down here, and that's it. It goes. I'm gone. I'm done. I, I just so I have to put my mind to it to work. And and sometimes it's synergy if you get the right people to to help you because it's if somebody asks me for a verse, boom, I go do I do that verse quick as I can. But for my own stuff, I might I sit on it. That's that's not the hustler way. That's not the boss way. That's I don't know what you call it, but I know, (laughs) I know it ain't getting me no albums. Um, so I think for those simple things that I'm trying to do, if I can get those done, the podcast, the albums, the visuals, the eBooks working in the community, I think from those, I can get a couple streams of income. That's all I really will want. And then learn how to, uh, squeeze all my bills down to to zero or close you know you need certain things but after I can get that done then I would just try to go to Oregon or or Sacramento or somewhere where it's cheap and buy like a little farm or a little something to 
and grow, grow food and do some other stuff. But right now you got to, a lot of people have to stay corporate, but that's my five year plan is, is to utilize what I have in my head to pay for what I want to do in the future. Um, and it, and it ain't easy and it's hard to stay focused. Many people can't stay focused that long, but when you got a circle, which I, I had to check a circle to find my circle. And I don't know if I, I haven't, I don't have the right circle yet because I'm not as outgoing as I should be, but in the future I will be. And like I said, that's what this podcast is for to, to, to do that. I did have one they a question from the podcast. It was the podcast email. Uh, what did the dark stand for? Uh, about, uh, I guess in January, we did a video for off the dark side of asylum illness album. Uh, Close your eyes. And we were wearing D dot a dot R dot K dot hats. Me. DJP four five easy does it and Al stone and dark simply stands for this, the recording company, dark side asylum recording company, instead of a company is spelled with a K and, um, it's just a way. That's just, it's just a way that we think it's, it's not really no kind of a worship of evil stuff. It's more of a, it's just a way of seeing life. So everybody thinks there's certain rules that you, you know, you have to live by. And it's always a reason to break a rule. I mean, or it's always a reason to help a person, even if they did this or that. And a third is that that's what dark is to me. Anyway, it's, it's more of a giving people a, a chance and, uh, or not giving them a chance, depending on what they did. Sometimes you just, some people don't deserve it. Some people don't want it. They don't, they just do what they want to do. And, you know, you can't, you can't abide by it, but you have to respect it sometimes. If you, if you, which I said in the, another podcast, it was a time where I went to North Richmond with my cousin. And like I said, I sold one piece of crack and I didn't even sell that. I gave it away. But those dudes out there was hungry. I had a mother and a father that was, we, I never was hungry. If I was hungry, I was hungry because they cooked liver or they cooked, um, something I didn't want to eat. And I still probably ate cereal that night, but I'm talking about when you are hungry, how can somebody tell you, you know, you can't judge me because I'm doing this, this, and this, I guess that's what really the dark side is doing what you have to do at the time you have to do it and having no regrets about it. And it, it may be shady to some, but that's the American way. It's, it's people that beat women, cops that beat women and that rule of don't touch women and all of that. It, it It's all perspective. People do what they want to do when they want to do it and justify it. And, you know, we don't abide by it, but we don't make the rules either. So, but yeah, that's what the, the dark is. I'm going to try to get some, some more merchandise out before long. Um, the website is going to be up at it's the dark.com. And, 
it should have it will have everybody that that I'm currently working with and who I would like to work with on that website right now. I'll put that website together. So it looks like a, it looks like I put it together. It's, it's a mishmash of videos and old albums. Cause we have, uh, the dark Titan album that came out on tape. Uh, the, the, the concrete method with, uh, G Scott, um, pretty Tony, Karma out of Bronx, out of the Bronx. Uh, Easy Does It was on that one, and it's on tape, like the first real Dark Side uh, Asylum release. And uh, it's it, we have to get everything ready and put it. I, people want it on tape. Actually, it's some it's some people in Luxembourg that asked me if I had any tapes. I don't even know how to get tapes made anymore, but I'm gonna look into it because that's what they're asking for and. That's that's what's going to have to happen. And I'm still not a person that will jump up in front of a, a I haven't rocked no stage. I don't know. how. I, <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. But if I had my wish, I would be famous in another country and then come around here and still get shot in the face by whoever, you know, not that's not my preference. But, you know, we living in America. Uh, but I could go over there, be a superstar, come here and live my life. If I had my choice, Japan or wherever, anywhere outside of this country. But I know that's where a lot of jazz artists went to Paris because because they could do what they wanted to do out there. And they were real artists. But, um, yeah, that's what the dark is. Uh, Going to come out with branded evil clothing and um, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, we I, I'm trying to put groups of us together so that we can start volunteering in the community and uh just putting stuff together I, i'm very curious and uh, i saw that scarface seemed like he was about to run for uh city council and for houston that's probably more than i would like to do but because i don't vote i don't vote in presidential elections once i read how the electoral college and all of that. I was like, this is a waste of time. If there's anything that I need to do, it'd be local. And anybody that you go to your local, um, I think ours Richmond is it every third Tuesday. I think that's where the power is. They decide who gets money, when, where, how I saw them one time decide that they just going to hire eight people for the city of Richmond to help with abatement. It's just that council has locally. That's that's just that's just the power. Trump can say what he wants to say. He really has no. My stocks ain't doing too well, but everybody telling me the the every that the 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 country. Oh no, it's good. The country is good. But I'm sitting there looking at my stocks, and they're not raising like they were when Obama was in office. But. Other than that, you know, anything that affects me is it's local. So if I was going to vote, I'd vote for, you know, local people to, that had my same thoughts in mind. I guess the older you get, you look, you look, look into that type of stuff. Yeah, th this isn't a question, but it's more, uh, more of why, you know, the the podcast is kind of important. I was, I got off work one day and I went to see somebody in a, in, in hospice uh, by nations over there by nations. And the, the 
the local casino, I guess. And um, the dude rolled up to me and was uh, in a wheelchair. And he, you know, he he just, he wanted to, he, he wanted money was what he wanted. But I, you know, I, I looked at him. I didn't walk past him and not look at him. I walked, I walked past and I uh, acknowledged him and, and he said, man, I, can you give me a dollar to get on a bus? I already know that it's not a dollar to get on a bus, but it may be for handicapped people. But he was his his he, his head was freshly shaved and his face was lined up. He had gloves on his hands so he wouldn't get his hands dirty when he was rolling on the um on the, uh, you know, pushing the, the pulling the. Uh, wheels so i you know i sat and talked to him well i talked to him while i while he was and he didn't want he didn't want he wanted me to listen so i offered no advice i I didn't say nothing he just talked about how his health was declining how it was diabetes and how some kind of the, the, the alcohol and other drugs that he didn't really go into and death of his mother and his uncles and everybody. And he just talked, he just, he he just really wanted somebody to listen. And I, I walked through some hospices before and it's, it's a lot of people, you know, waiting to go, but he didn't seem like one of those kind of people. He really seemed like he was, he seemed like he could, he could walk. He could walk. He just, he couldn't walk far. But he said if he doesn't, you know, work it out, then eventually he won't be able to walk and he probably will lose his foot and this and that. But I mean, I, I he, he did not stop talking. He just he just he just it seemed like he had a lot to get off his chest. I didn't I just mm-hmm. and at the appropriate times I looked and. Said you 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 kidding? Really? How did you do that? And just just spurred him on. That would have been a very good time to have my podcast. Because my podcast is um it's mobile, so I have like a, a laptop and two mics and a audio interface. So I I set it up wherever I need to, and uh, there's a actually you use it to jump cars, but it has a car charger in it so you can i can plug that in there and then there's something else you plug and then i can plug my computer into it which will power all of the microphones so one day i think his name was started with a A, was either alfred or fredo or something like that i told him i'd be back that way and if he mind doing the, the podcast but that's the problems usually i don't remember it and, and even at the end of the conversation is when I forgot, I had to walk back to him and say, Hey, would you mind like t- saying just what you said on his head? He didn't mind at all. So it's just those kind of situations is you just never know. And he, he talked about stuff that I would let him talk about that. I, I'm not going to talk about, but, uh, he been through, he's been through a lot and a lot of it was his fault. And he acknowledges that. And that's, that's really what the, 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 that's really what it is, is coming to grips with what you did to be part of your own problem and your solution is people that walk around and you, you know, them when you see them because they sour, you can tell that they're sour and they blame everything on somebody else. 
If you see one of those people, you cannot do not let them infect you. Is is that kind of stuff is like a real flu. If if you start thinking negative about stuff, it's just going to it's going to fester. It's going to grow, and then you you'll end up hating something or somebody or a group, and that's really not a way to live. It's it's not healthy, and it's crazy because that's the way I think the the world not world <laughs> not world America is going, where people are bolder. They're uh, yeah. That's I'll let that for another podcast but that that's the kind of people that I want and it's uh, I, and it was an observation I was in a I was just simply I was in a grocery store and the little girl it was a little girl with her mother the little girl was singing she was singing her, singing her little heart out singing spelling saying mommy you watch listen to me and dancing and all this her mother was on the phone walking with a shopping cart, looking down at her phone and her little girl was doing all of that stuff to get her attention. Couldn't get her mother's attention. The little girl walked, she actually walked off for a little bit and came back. I don't know if her mother paid attention, but I was, you know, as you go up and down aisles, you can see this little thing going on. So I saw the little girl. She just grabbed the soup, tipped it over. Hit the ground, clang, 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 clang. Then, uh, then her mother yelled at her. Then her mother was in her face. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Da, 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 da. And I just, I shook my head. I was like, she got your attention. Unfortunately, the little girl's going to put that note in her head and be like, to get mommy's attention, I got to act out. Sometimes that's what they say. I think it was in a book. Uh, it's any attention is good attention when you're looking for attention. So, um, I, I can't, I can't walk up to a mother and say, you know, I was watching you and you didn't. Yeah. That's a sure way to get cussed out or all them soup cans would have probably been tossed at me. So it's just, I don't know. I don't have kids, so I, I don't know, but I know it's, it's enough sick people out where, you should be keep watching a a, a, a a vigil eye on your on you know, your little girls at at least uh, in grocery stores. So, like I said, this is going to just be a short one, but um, I usually end my the, the podcast with asking you know the guest what do they want people to know uh, about them and what they're doing in their future. I I kind of already told you basically what's going on and I will give updates. I mean, if, if I really don't care for the sound of my own voice, I know that people say that and then keep talking because that's what I'm about to do. But, um, I will give updates, but I think I give more information than I think I do when I'm doing the interviews It's crazy. Cause that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to do conversations where, it's just people listening to the podcast is just flies on the wall on a conversation between two people. And usually the other person that I'm interviewing is the more interesting person. And I was told to stop talking like that. Stop thinking like that. You're interested in it. But I mean, you, you feel how you feel and you, you change how you change. But, um, 
I'm just like everybody else and uh, I'm nobody, but I'm everybody. And that's, that's the, that's the whole point. Um, I, I, I'm not really trying to, this isn't for money. This really is to get to know people in general. Um, so I can understand other people's plight. I don't know what it's going to lead to. I don't know what it's for, but I just keep going. Follow the plan. If if you have any plans, make plans, you know, follow your plans and just just be ready. And that's what I, I'm doing is taking any opportunity that's offered to me. If it's, you know, if it's in the in line with what I'm trying to do. So books and and the the thing is, uh, my cousin, Pastor Carla Griffin, she wants me to speak at a. It's really her birthday slash, um, I guess you would call it a, a revival, but it's in August 10th. It's on August 10th in, in a park. I'll, I'll let people know again. And she wants me to speak. I don't know if I'm gonna write a poem. I don't know if I'm a just, just try to write something inspiring to, cause it's, it's a lot of ex, um, addicts and people trying to get over the humps of life. And, and that's that's really the people that I'm trying to help, the ones that won't help. Everybody don't want help. In fact, there's a difference between help and support. Some people want you to support them. I ain't supporting nobody. What I'm doing is I help. But help means you working for something. And I'm, you know, I'm lending my aid to help you get over that little hump, like a little hill. Support is me lifting you on my back and we both walking, but I'm only using my legs. I don't like that. That's what I, I, I'd refuse. You're a bum. I don't help bums. I help people that's trying to help themselves. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all I'm trying to do, but it's, it, it, it gets technical, but hopefully what happens is a, a bunch of like-minded people get together and we help some people. We grow some food, we have some fun and uh, decide, you know, maybe decide what's going to happen in, in, in this city and in other cities. Uh, go to your go to your uh, go to your local council, see what's going on, see what they talking about. They a lot of people was talking about uh, justice for PD uh, and I hadn't even known what that was and as of today i think they still haven't released the the video from it because they the police may have just flat out murdered him and i don't know but his his parents and family and friends comes to that meeting every month and 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 talks to the council so uh so that's all that's all i got to say for now uh I appreciate anybody listening. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not as polished as it should be, but you got to do what you can do at the best at the time you're doing it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, if anybody has any ideas for people you think I should talk to P O D C A S T at I T S T H E D A R K. It's the dark.com. And you could call, leave a message at uh, 510-778-0560. That's a message number. 
one more the question that I, I did look up is what accomplishments did I have that I'm proud of and is is far and few between but it it was actually the Spartan race uh I did a Spartan race 2 years ago and I tell you boy I I got I I trained for it I went to this place called uh CrossFit Hell H A L E in El Cerrito and I trained for like 4 maybe 5 months and they got me strong 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 and uh I went to I went to the to it was in Patterson and it was a five and a half mile run. Uh, but obstacles, that's what the Spartan race is. It's obstacles, water, climbing, flipping. Oh, it was crazy. So to even start the race, you had to jump over a big wall, maybe, maybe eight feet high. I ain't climbed nothing since I was a kid. So I had to climb over that and then everybody got together and started running. It was a very good experience. It was people helping each other and everything. But within the first seven minutes of the race, I went down a, a mud hill to water. Then you climb up with a little rope on a slippery mud and you slide down to another one. I went up to the top whoop de doo and I turned my head to look up further the course and the mud slid just gave away and I like James Brown all the way down the, the son of a bitch and and uh like I was doing the splits all the way down the hill and it popped my ankle and that hurt it hurt a lot I it wasn't broken but it hurt but the good thing was as I ran we had to keep crossing through this uh not, not river, but it was like a creek and that water was super cold. So it, I guess it kept the swelling down and I finished that whole course by myself. I mean, I had to do a lot of, uh, you know, when you don't do the right, uh, exercise at the place, like if you don't do the right, if you don't get over the, the, the obstacle or you don't, finish the obstacle the right way you have to do burpees you have to do like five sets of burpees or something so I did a lot of burpees because I, I couldn't pull my fat ass up on nothing so I couldn't do anything where I had to like monkey bar across I couldn't do none of that but all that other stuff climbing nets and and flipping over uh pylons and and they had the the the, the army roll in the mud where you had to you had the barbed wire at your back. That was an accomplishment. I finished it. It took it took me a long time to finish it, but I finished it. And uh, I I was talking to a, a girl we grew up with in Easter Hill, and she's talking about she's going to run it in, in 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 San Francisco this year. I told her I'm a train, and then next year, because at the at the Spartan race you get three. It's a triangle, and you get three one one third of the triangle so you have to do each race to get your whole it's called a trifecta i think it's called a one is called the beast and i don't know what it is well i know the 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 big one is the beast and the first one is like the sprint and then there's one in the middle the one in the middle is the one i have to do next to get my thing and that was 
That was one of the big, because it was a physical accomplishment. It was more, it was something I knew nobody I knew did. So I just, I finished that. Oh, and well, this is probably a bigger accomplishment, but uh, I went back to school 10 years. Was it 20 years? 20 years later to college and um, got like a little uh, degree and I got president's scholar, which was 3.9, but that it was math. It was a lot of math and they started me all the way over because I had been out so much. So I had to start all over from remedial math and start all the way over and do all this stuff. But yeah, those are my two accomplishments that I feel like um, was something that I could be proud of. But, you know, day to day life, you don't unfortunately, you don't think you don't wear your accomplishments on your sleeve. So but I think that's what it I think that's what people need is accomplishments or kids. I think kids need accomplishments that they can start walking braver through their life with and and you gotta figure a way to get that but uh yeah i don't i don't dwell on stuff i'm always looking to the future which is my downfall some people say because you never take the time to savor what you have but i'll work that out one day anyway that's uh how do you view you this week this month i'm sorry um please hit me let me know if something you like something you didn't like or if you don't want to hear me talk all by myself again i i can make that happen also uh, thank you dark